Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the Pay-Per-View War Stories. As your no-star crew goes on a little pay-per-view dive for one WCW as we're going to be talking about the first new blood rising. First and only, and I was afraid I was going to miss it, Joe. I wasn't sure if I had to have a passport to watch a Canadian pay-per-view. That's right. As August 12th of the year 2000, it's in Vancouver, British Columbia. That's right. I just but across the border. We're in the year 2020, and I'm your host. I'm your legend. Are we? We're in 2022. Oh, shit. That's right. My, le- my legend status hasn't hit until 2022. I'm your host. I'm God your- damn it. <laughs> I'm Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Interesting show to talk about tonight, fellas. That's right. I'll just leave it there. It is. Not as interesting as this, the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Bubble. And you know why I'm interesting, guys? Because I got it like that. Oh, my God. We have. Thank uh, you, Carlos. Carlos, we, it's <laughs> disco, but. No, no, not we. I got oh, it like that. You we. don't got it like we don't, that. I don't I got, got it. it like you got that. it. Oh, I was confused at some point, but uh, someone's got it like so, that. That's enough. <laughs> of this. Of this. Promotion. Yep. <laughs> so, New Blood Rising, August 12th, the year 2000, Vancouver. British Columbia. They, I mean, they're in. That's a huge place. Home to EA Sports. We are yeah. in the Pacific Coliseum. Now, is that did that used to be the? Is that where the Grizzlies played? Yeah. Or is this a smaller building? I think it's where they played. It was where the Canucks played. Well, that's where the Grizzlies played too. It's the hockey arena, so it'll be. No, the no. Same. I'm looking at the tenants right here. It's the Canucks, the Nats, the Blazers, the Whitecaps, the Vancouver Voodoo, and the Giants. Hmm. It used to be called the. Is it? Did it used to be called the General Motors place? Uh, known as the. It was known as the Coliseum or the Rink or the Ref Refu. Uh, no, it's not that one. So this is a smaller building. This yes. isn't the big one. The big one holds like twenty one, twenty two thousand people. This can hold up to in a hockey attendance uh, to present day sixteen thousand two hundred eighty one. Yeah. And in the uh, yeah, so in. Basically, in 2000, um, it had 130 less. So it could hold up to 16,150, and that's in a hockey ha- hockey rink. Honky? Honky. It's in a honky arena. It's a honky a, arena. A hockey arena. So, um, no, you're right so, the first time. Yeah. As the attendance here was only 6,614. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, first of all, Siobhan did say capacity crowd. I mean, you have to upsell. I mean, you can't go on. Well, this this company does. This company does actually, but you're not supposed to go on. And go, we suck. Barely anybody's here, but thank you for coming to New Blood Rising. We're pretty sure you're going to hate. We it. paid them to show up, but hey, they're here. So we're pretty sure you're going to hate it. Let's go to the ring. I mean, what kind of a sales job is that? Swerve, bro. <laughs> it's his new work shoot. He goes on everything. So Corey, yeah. How did we get to New Blood (laughs) Rising? Vince Russo cut a work shoot promo on Hall. (laughs) Big E, big E. I just saw a man die. Uh, On Hulk Hogan at Bash of the Beach, which prompted a lawsuit. Uh, But also, but Russo cut off on the smell of his own farts and decided from now on, everything should be worked shoot on TV. Especially his big time main events. So tonight there's a number one contenders match. Oh, gee, I wonder what they're setting up. Uh, between Kevin Ash, Goldberg, and Scott Steiner. 
the crux of it is none of them want to do business. They want to shoot and work for themselves. Bum bum. And uh, we'll have to see what happens. You sure? Because every promo I've seen leading up to it, it's Nash and uh, Steiner, and oh yeah, Goldberg's there to be the third man. Oh, it's like you. I wouldn't blame you if you forgot Steiner was in the match. The and last I, and I'll weeks. just say this: when we go to the War Stories for Monday, it's the same promo they do for SummerSlam. It's Angle and Triple H, and by the way, The Rock is there. It's always good when the World Champion is the the. It's the third wheel in your main event. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, yeah, by the way, that dude and his belt are here as well. It's taken me, God, what, 22 years now to figure out why it's the direction they went. Why? It's because we're so guys that like that. God damn it. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you, Carlos. <laughs> On top of that, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, Booker T's the champion. He's got a match tonight, but I mean, not like they talk about that at all. So, mm-hmm. not like, um, not like they uh, had the Bunkhouse Brawl match a couple of weeks ago on Thunder. On free TV? With oh, a gimmick? With a gimmick. Instead of like, you know, just a regular match here. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't blame you guys for forgetting Booker T's even the champ. Yeah. Um, He's fighting champion. Because he has like that. Yeah, fighting like the third match of the night on Nitro. <laughs> Not even the top of the hour. I didn't say the match is prominent, just that he was fighting champion. You know what they're doing him like? They're doing him like they did Bret Hart in 92. He wins the title out of nowhere. Then he's he's fighting Virgil on TV for the title, and Skinner, and the Repo Man. And you're like, these are world title matches. Hey, Repo <laughs> Man versus Bret Hart's main event anywhere in that building. So the best part is, Especially I I have your star ratings for the three way and the main event. So when we I can't wait break them down. Oh, I forgot what I said. Oh, I'm very excited now because I don't remember what I said. I can't wait, but I've got. I'm ready to go with my ratings. I actually gave it. Okay, from the, from the wraps. Of course, I have to. I have to go back and. I had my phone off too long. Line. It, it said fuck you. Line. Yeah, line. Uh, my, the line is because uh, this is average. The set for this pay per view is the average normal nitro set. They're still stalling for time. You can tell they didn't have like. Any budget anymore? Yeah. You can tell things are getting tightened. First strings are being tightened. Yeah. Uh, this looks like Nitro. Felt like a, a Nitro. Felt, uh, it felt like a Thunder. <laughs> commentary team is one. Tony Schiavone, Scott Hudson, and Mark Madden. The A team. Yep. Probably this going forward, I would assume. I put it the full. We, uh, get, yeah. a, we, yeah. we yeah. get a promo for the show starting up of how we got here with Booker T and Jared and the three-way dance of Goldberg, Kevin Well, then Nash. why do we have Corey do it? Well, because <laughs> Jared, by the way, main event of every show since February. I mean, for the title, he's the dude. For the title, he's the dude. Yep. Say what you want. It's, it's built cr- on. It's built on him. That's a lot. Seven straight months. Seven, Hold it, brother. Brother, dude, that's a lawsuit right there. Come on, brother. He's gonna hear. Somehow dude. he's gonna listen to this podcast. But somehow that's slander, dude. He'll win because Jeff Jarrett is the smartest man in wrestling, right? Any great. Uh, Corey, did you see Jarrett's new T-shirt? The not the one I sent, but it's the MLB logo. But it's him swinging the guitar. Yep, that's I phenom- love that's that shirt. Phenomenal. I love that. I want that shirt. So let's start the night off with a double ladder match, as it's going to be three count with Tank Abbott versus the Young Dragons, and it's a double ladder as there's two things they have to grab. A gold, the three counts gold record and three counts 
con- music contract. Just for Vince Russo's sake, let's clarify it. It's a six-man tag team gold record double ladder match. Yes. That's a lot. According to Wikipedia, it's just a gold record ladder match. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a space limit on Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia doesn't put up with Vince Russo's shit. Not one damn bit. Uh, three count performers before the match, but they're interrupted. Uh, Courageous has his ankle wrapped. So, I don't know, maybe not be wrestling, but this I is- kind of was hoping that all uh, five would band together and break it. But so was Tony <laughs> Schiavone. Uh, in the match. Yeah, they did. Uh, Yang back by drops more onto the ladder that was leaning in the corner. Uh, Helms trips Yang and then he falls on the ladder, but he does the splits. Uh, Helms power bombs Jamie's son and then Moore does a splash and then he turns in the air and hits a landing uh, splash. Moore goes for the pin. Once again, it's a ladder match. Uh, three count dog piles the young dragons on a ladder and then Helms throws Moore into the air and Moore does a splash on three. Uh, each team has a member of their opponents on their shoulders, and they each do a doomsday device. Uh, Jameson climbs the ladder and does a crossbody to the outside onto Helms, Moore, and Kaz. Um, Tank hangs on the apron during the whole match, trying to pump up the crowd. Um, in my head, in my notes, I'm like, when someone, when one of the young dragons is climbing up, why doesn't Tank do something? You you think he would just stop, but no, he's too busy being the cheerleader. The hey, everybody, a, one, two, three. That's a good use for Tank Abbott. Um, he did pull salad tongs out on somebody. Um, Moore does a reverse DDT uh, move to Jamieson uh, off the ladder. Helms does it then a twisting neck breaker to Yang off the ladder. Courageous does a suplex to Kaz off the ladder. Three count leans a ladder on the second rope. Moore jumps off over the rope, hits the ladder, making the ladder hit Jamie's son in the face. That was a cool fucking spot. It's the spot that um, Joey Mercury wishes. Doesn't want to talk about. Doesn't want to talk about. <laughs> doesn't want to talk about. Um, Jamie's son climbs the ladder and grabs the gold record. However, three count drops, uh, drop kicks the ladder, and Jamie's son falls off the ladder, throws the record in the air, and Tank catches it, and he takes it. So. The gold record goes to three count. Uh, Jamieson then power bombs more off the ladder. Kaz and Helm climbs the ladder, but then Tank decides, "Oh wait, I'm a wrestler," and gets in and shoves them both off the ladder. As then Courageous limps up the ladder to get the contract. Your winners of both items: three counts, eleven minutes and thirty-two seconds. Did make sense? Why would you push your guy off the ladder too? Um, I don't remember which part it was in the match, but at one point, uh, God, who was it? Somebody did a crossbody to the outside, and Shannon Moore took the entire bump for all seven people standing there. He took, he ate every fucking bit of that crossbody, and it looks so painful. That sounds like Shannon Moore. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and like Takeout was just like <laughs> walking around the ring holding a record. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> So I did like this more than your normal stuff. It's and chaos. Yeah, I gave it three stars for chaos. Um, as I said, chaotic, sloppy, but entertaining. These five plus Evan have a lot of talent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope they get more than just wrestling each other over and over again. Before we move on, Joe, I wanted to get your opinion especially. I wanted you to break down out of these six, 
what are your top three in terms of talent? Um, for in this match, I mean, say Helms, Moore, and Hayashi, Kaz. That's my top three. Um, it's not a bad list. I would have said Helms, uh, Noble, or Jamie Son, and Noble then first. Hayashi. Yeah, with same. Moore just right behind him. I'm yeah. with uh, Corey yeah. there. Yeah. Like I, I, you can't go wrong with all but Evan. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. And then honestly, Tank over Evan. Yeah, yeah, Tank right. over Evan. Tank, oh yeah, <laughs> right. I, I was, I was going to make the same joke. Tank, <laughs> Tank's a better singer. Tank, <laughs> Tank's uh, six out of the seven. Tank, uh, Tank knows the fucking words of the song. You know what? That dipshit Evan Courageous. But you know what? That just proved that all three of us said. Um, it proves that we were all right back in 2000 because back in 2000, everybody knew that Helms was the guy out of us. It was it was crystal clear that he was the best uh, of the bunch. Is it crazy that Kurt Hennig learned a rap song? And Evan Courageous can't be fucking bothered to learn his goddamn theme music. I, he's probably like, oh, it's embarrassing. It's a boy band like shit. I'm Kurt like, Hennig did that, dog. Be, uh, he did, he did two. He did two like country Hennig. songs. Rap is crap and um, yes, good old like, boys. Be more like Hennig is something I think Evan Courageous could do well to. Yep. Including how he, how he died. I enjoyed this match. I was like, okay. Just the fact like, that he did. Be more like Hennig. <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed. <laughs> Strive to be hitting now, Corey. What did you give it? Three, three. I, I'm with you on that. Like I enjoyed the match. I'm like, oh, sick! It's a barn burner of a match. Let's get the crowd hyped. We're gonna move on and like, like this is good. Don't like, get me wrong. I know we're gonna see a ladder match in a couple of weeks that blows us out of the water. I mean, but this was good, especially for the company it's in and know, what they're doing right now, and especially the fact that we've had three count versus the young dragon for the past 10 years. That's why I hope they get to do different stuff soon. Just wrestle each other over and over again, which they've already been doing. Which I so. don't remember. So I guess that doesn't bode well. It doesn't bode well. I don't know. like in the best of the WWE's ladder matches. This is like the number one match that they put play. Like if you hit play, this, this is, is the first yeah. match that starts off the, uh, we're going to go backstage with the Philly Animals with who's in the cat's office. The Animals want to be the special guest referees in the tag match. And then they want a shot at the winners uh, on Nitro. Cat wants to know what's in it for him. So they bring out, uh, they said, well, we'll bring the titles out and make sure that, uh, that there's a winner in this match. And also make sure that he wins his match tonight against the great Muda. I love care. Really? How would you do that? I mean, I don't need any help or nothing. But uh, how would you go about doing that? They have ideas because they they're filthy and they're dirty. And I ha- and I hear from people, Mike. You might be able to 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 answer this. Yeah. But I have on good uh, resources that they in quote unquote have it like that. Uh, to the best of my recollection, <laughs> I do not remember. <laughs> oh, wow. But I in fact do have it like that. Maybe someone later on on commentary can can uh, can get this uh, sorted out for me. Correa, and Carlos. Maybe. Let's go to our next match uh, as it is the Great Muda versus the Cat. Uh, Jesus. Tigress comes out. Uh, Cat chokes Muda with the camera cord on the outside. Cat goes for the sidekick, but Muda catches him and dragon screw whips him. That move is terrifying. The fuck out of me when he does it. Yeah, when he does it, because he does such force. Like he's it's like, Muda, Jesus, dude, they're working with you. My God. Does Cat remember he's supposed to be the babyface? Because he don't wrestle like it. Um, he's just taking it after Hogan, brother. Oh, yeah. I forgot ultimate baby face right there, dude. <laughs> you know, every baby face you know, rakes the back and sc- scratches the eyes, right? <laughs> and uses the, the foreign object belt and punches people in the face repeatedly. That's, that's a baby face. Sounds like it to me. Well, in all fairness, in this era, it was. 
1984, though. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Brother. Since 1984. For over 50 for, years. For, for, for 50 being, years. being the best baby in the business. Uh, Muda puts the cat in the ankle lock, but the cat's able to get to the ropes. Muda misses his moonsault. Muda spits green mist in the cat's face. Tigers gets in the ring and hits Muda with the chair. Uh, well, oh, she walked by him with a metal object in her hand. Yeah. Damn. And Muda sold it. That's what happened. Yep. Uh... But Muda kicks out at two. The cat then hits the feline spin kick for the win. Six minutes and 47 seconds. Uh, d- didn't expect Muda to lose here. It's a little weird. Uh, yeah. Um, one star. This was not yeah, good. Not, not Muda good seemed one. bored, and I don't blame him. And uh, the one thing I do like when he spits the green mist in Cat's eyes, though, because Cat always says, I'd have done beat him, but he spit that split pea soup in my face. I dig the cat. Uh, the cat's great. He's the greatest. Yeah, he, I got to be the greatest. Got to be. Uh, He's got to like that. God damn it. I don't know how. Let's I, just name this pay-per-view. Got we got to like, like that. that. Why didn't don't, they? Don't give Russo fuck his yeah. nobody yet. Is he going to hear about it in the next pay-per-view? Starcade is no longer It's now called uh, We Got It Like That in December. Yeah. We got it like that, Cade. Yeah. Who the hell is Cade? Uh, this match was... Murdoch. I agree. It's like... It's not good. It was not good. It, it was, was bad. You have a, it's that weird thing that you have a slow Muda who's working with a slow Ernest the Cat Miller. Yeah, why is the cat working so slow? I mean, I know you you, you just kind of match up with Muda. The Muda in the second match on a nothing pay per view. No, why would you care? No, I wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. Our Muda's got to be loving this excursion. For the last six months, the cat's been sitting in an office just doing random <laughs> shit. And beating up Japanese dudes to <laughs> Japanese music. Like, that's his whole job. Yeah. Now he's got to do this shit. He doesn't care. It's like, you're, it's like you're pulling me out of do what now? Okay, I guess I'll go, you know, one speed. Uh, we go Ugh. backstage and we see Buff Bagwell looking for Judy and can't find her until the camera cuts to the aisle as we see uh, Canyon driving a forklift with Judy Bagwell on it. They just now figured out they couldn't put her on a pole? Yes. As uh, it turns out that our next match will be a, instead of Judy Bagwell on a pole match, uh, Canyon says that he searched the, in this, he searched the second rate country and couldn't find a pole that could hang the fat, the big fat battle axe. So he got a forklift. Point out the lie. So now it's Judy Bagwell on a forklift. Canadian intuition, eh? So we hate this angle. 100%. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is no good. This should have been higher in the card, though, right? Yes. This is way too early for this match. They've put a lot of time into this. Like, and, like, you know we the, hate this fucking dude, but Judy and Buff are fucking over You know shit. what this reminds me of? This placement? It's like the Jericho Owens WrestleMania of, like, oh. you put so much in and... Oh, you mean the writers of AEW? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. If... How could Vince have known? Such a mistake at the time. Right. But this, yeah, it's like, why is this this early? There's a lot more matches later on. A that, lot more. Yeah, but that didn't get enough pub like this one did. Like the one immediately after this? Yes. Um, Bagwell sees his mother uh, hand tied to the forklift and runs down. Because he's mad. Because how is she going to shave his balls? Right. If she's like, tied like, to a forklift. Mad is like, is she going to jump? Tony's like, she's tied, she's tied up. I have that because they fight in the crowd. They show Judy and Madden's like, she's going to jump. And Tony and Scott are like, she's tied up. 
But the way they sounded like sounded it sounded like they were just disappointed in Madden. It's just like uh, they're disappointed in the show they're having to get that <laughs> yeah, too. Get it straight. I was like Hudson, this is not a full time job for him. So he's like, I came, I do this he's shit like, on the weekends. Like they, Fuck me. Need to renegotiate this contract. Uh, Canyon gets some uh, cutters. See what he did there. And he cuts the top turnbuckle off. He uh, Canyon does his sit down Alabama slam bomb. I gotta do. I gotta do. Uh, Canyon puts uh, bu- uh, Buff in the Canyon and Clutch for a while. Uh, Canyon goes for the Canyon cutter, but Buff throws Canyon into the exposed turnbuckle. Buff then picks up Canyon, drops. Well, uh, drop, sort of did. <laughs> Canyon did the best he could to hit that turnbuckle, but yeah, tries yeah. to drop his head on the, on the exposed <laughs> turnbuckle. Um, Canyon, however, hits the Canyon cutter, but gets a two. Swing. God, Buff is terrible in this match. All of a sudden, Canyon's music hits, but here comes one newly dyed-haired David Arquette. Uh, so first of all, the crowd popped for that music. They thought it was DDP. It was DDP. They DDP. fucking popped, which is unfortunate. I mean, and then you see who it Canadians is. are stupid. And then um, I'm going to quote, I believe it was Shivani here, who said, <laughs> no, I wrote the quote down, a fallen warrior, David Arquette. <laughs> okay. I was like, a, a what? <laughs> it was a fallen warrior. He was on set for a new movie. and yeah. Was this eight-legged like freak? I think it might have been, actually. It's around the time. It came out like a year ago. We know that Graceland movie didn't do well. Bright light city, gonna save my soul. Gonna save my soul. No. Um, I love Kevin Costner, like, still wouldn't wear a wig, so he had, like, that... He had a flat top receding with all the sideburns and the outfit. But, like... (laughs) (laughs) South Park episode rules. Indicato! Okay, where were we? Uh, David Arquette. 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 As usual, David Arquette swung everything off into chaos. <laughs> First of all, it's a former WCW champion, David Arquette. Yeah, you, and look where we are now. Uh, the greatest this company's ever been. You're, you're damn right. So I'm trying to you're figure out. Right. I'm, I'm doing my diligence here by trying to find what movie. Doug Dillinger? David Arquette was in. A biopic? What, what movie he was filming? On Doug Dillinger? Yeah, he was in. How boring would that be? It's a weird movie. <laughs> There's this guy um, faxing contracts. This guy all. You just ruined the subplot of the movie to me, man. Thank you, man. Uh, spoilers. It's got yeah. all sides of WCW. I think he was. It was either it. The movies that he was supposed to be filming. I forgot. Shabani mentioned it, but it's either C Spot Run. The shrink is in. Or the gray zone. Uh, I'm familiar what? with none of those. <laughs> but tune in next to the Q. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know the next three movies you guys are watching for the Q. The David Arquette trilogy. Let me look at David Arquette's hair here, here. Any uh, chance on having an all-November David Arquette movie marathon instead of Cage? Nah, no. Hey, it's Dave Simber. It's Dave Simber? Go straight to hell. Um, <laughs> uh, well, it would be that Dave, but because he sucks. So, Ouch. Arquette gets thrown into the ring by Buff. Um, uh, Buff goes for the blockbuster. Arquette hits uh, Buff with the hard hat that Canyon was coming out, uh, drove out with. Buff double clotheslines both men, then double blockbusters both men. Further win, 
Six minutes and 45 seconds after the match, Buff cuts down his mother for her to shave his sack. Uh, I thought you meant he was like standing there going, you worthless bitch. You cost me the match. I don't want to. He thought he was cutting her down. That would be like current day WWE. <laughs> that, like, yeah. He fought for her for like three months. And then once he, it's like the Paul Bear takes it. It's like then he just turns. piece of shit. Yeah. You fat bitch. Um, he however, was right. Then he Canyon cuts her. Exactly. But Canyon though. Picks up Arquette, they raise each other's hand, and then Canyon, Canyon cuts to one David Arquette. And the crowd pops, dude. I was like, aren't you supposed to be a heel, Canyon? What are you doing? <laughs> Once again, six minutes and 45 seconds of uh, this. That movie's so over. Holy fuck. Is that all you had? Uh, yeah, no, okay. this match is terrible. Uh, start, uh, start and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, this is ridiculous. As if we weren't, as if it weren't, we were also gifted to a surprise David Arquette appearance. Canyon cutters for all. What? Let me ask you guys this. Nine inches. A good stout two and a quarter. Did the did the do you think it would have been better if Canyon? Do you think it would have been better if Canyon won to see? Yes, I mean always in every scenario it's better if Canyon wins. I mean, yeah. There's no reason for Buffer. I mean, I guess well, no, because he said he was gonna make her as Kimberly, so she's off TV. I suppose. Yeah, no. I mean, so I knew I knew Buff had to win because but, you can't just put this fat battle axe on TV all the time. But Canyon words, not mine. Canyon swords. Yeah. Would have been. I don't know. Would would have been maybe a little bit more interesting and entertaining to see what Canyon would have done with her. It would have been. It no, because she would have team- hogged the screen and made it all about yeah, her. That's true. I would and say honestly, it, it they would just take whatever woman. Mike Awesome's talking to at the point and just yeah. do yeah. that. I would say it would have been like a tamer version of what Pillman did with uh, Marlena. What if they go more hardcore than what he did with Marlena? That, that, I mean, you that, can't get more hardcore than what he did with Marlena, to be honest. He's like eating her like edible undies during a promo battle with Mean Gene. As she was writing them. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> we go backstage. <laughs> we go backstage and there's a, li- dinner, what? <laughs> there's a limo showing up. With a police escort. It's Vince McMahon. No, but it's one Lance Storm. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, no Canadian royalty. Respect. You damn, you damn Respect. right. Better than Brett. Yeah, well, Better than Brett in Calgary. Better than Owen in Calgary. Yeah. Better than Stu in Calgary. Hoo-hoo. Not as good as Bruce in Calgary, though. Yeah, enough. Bruce. Yeah. Oh, well, watch it. Watch it. It's the, yeah. it's the goat. Hey, my dude. The goat. It goes Bruce Hart, a big gap, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> so, guys, we're about 45 minutes plus or so in the oh my God. pay-per-view. We got like 76 matches still to go. Can yes, I ask we a do. question? Yeah. Does this next match have it like that? It's got it like it, that. It will. That's so, enough. So, was, that's what I was saying. So Something about tossing potatoes and peeling salads? I don't know. <laughs> I lied. We're about like 25, 30 minutes into the show. That's even worse. But the question is that then we go to commentary. Uh, we just found out, or by we just found out, we're now letting you know that Goldberg was in an a- accident yesterday, a motorcycle accident in South Dakota. Sturgis. Where they we still be. mentioned Sturgis on this fucking show. And then he should have said where we should be. Yeah. This should be road wild, but no, we're in Vancouver, Canada, which is much better than Sturgis. And no, it shouldn't but. be because they made money on the show. Yeah. Or still, no, no. They didn't lose as much. I shall put it that way. Um, they that's making money in WWE 2000. They don't know yet if they have not seen Goldberg, so they don't know if he'll even be here tonight. Also, uh, I mean, they already bought the pay per view, so I guess fuck the audience. But a bold move for the home crowd. If that I'm sure they didn't mention that. Oh, I'm sure to they the didn't. live because yeah. I mean, Jesus. Well, it's like the thing of 
like what WCW does is like tonight's the main or tonight's match is Booker T versus Jeff Jarrett for the title. They mentioned that on Thunder and then on on Nitro. It's, will the match happen as Booker T challenges Jeff Jarrett from the match? It's like, will he accept? And it's like, didn't you just make that match three days ago? The first thing I thought of is, well, uh, no bait and switch here. Nobody's watching, including the, the bookers. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Well, let's see if you guys will be watching this. Is Our next match is a four-way four dance for the WCW Tag Team Championships with the special guest referees. Uh, all uh, of the uh, filthy animals. Oh, I'm tapping. I'm tapping. As Can is, you hear it? I'm tapping right now. As is MIA... General Erection and <laughs> Lieutenant Loco versus the perfect main event versus Sean O'Hare and Mark Jindrak versus Chronic. So I didn't want to write all of those names when I was taking my notes. So I wrote Chronic versus MIA versus White Bread and just accompanies the four other people. <laughs> there it is. As Conan joins commentary. I actually wrote all of them down. I did too. <laughs> uh, Disco is the ring ref. Everyone else. The ring rat? There it is. <laughs> He's uh, a uh, Everyone else is on the outside. He's kind of like that. Disco brings everybody close to him and says, "Hey, if you guys touch me, you will all be <laughs> DQ'd and then be fined." That's enough. That's enough. Uh, Adams throws Palumbo to the outside, and Hoovy and Ray jump Palumbo. So the refs are now beating up everybody already. Adams with the full Nelson slam to Stasiak. Loco with the head scissors take down the Jindrak. Uh, Palumbo goes for a sidekick and misses, hitting Clark, but Clark sells it. <laughs> Miss, he misses hitting Clark, and Conan goes like, what was that? Uh, Conan makes... Oh, Carlos, according Carlos, to Madden. Uh, he makes Stevie Ray look... Uh, you know, I said Stevie Ray gives no fucks, it'll just say whatever. <laughs> well, he's guarded compared to Carlos. Yeah, yeah. Can, can I say my favorite line that uh, yeah. Carlos said at this Go ahead, point? Yes. I don't even know how the fuck they got to it, whatever the hell they were talking about, because Shivani had lost complete control of this entire event. And <laughs> Scott Hudson, I believe, asks Conan, how can e- how can inbreeding go right? And Conan goes, look at Van Hammer. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. My God. Oh, dude. yeah, he does do a, a shoot on Van <laughs> Holy Hammer. Holy shit, dude. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, O'Hare does a. F- it should come as no surprise to you guys. Conan is one hell of a fun shoot interview. Listen, holy he fuck, he holds nothing back. That's awesome. Uh, O'Hare does a flip. Is he peeling potatoes while he does it? Probably not. Maybe. Uh, he uh, O'Hare does a flip over the top rope, lands on his feet. O'Hare then uh, with the sidekick, Clark hits a power slam and covers Jindrak, but Disco does a slow count. O'Hare catches uh, Rection and hits a sit down power bomb. Tigress hits a Bronco Buster on Rection. Ray goes for it, but Rection gets his foot up. Loco covers Stasiak, and Disco does a slow count, too. So who is they? Who is he? Who is the Filthy Animals watching in the wind? Uh, Disco does a, a, sta- a slow count for Stasiak, too. The perfect main event, Jindrak and her hair attack Rection. The Filthy Animals hold everyone back as, everyone's, as Rection's getting the beat down. Palumbo puts Rection in a sleeper hold. Disco has his arms right up. Uh, ar- he's raising his arm up. As I, I just like this part of Disco trying to rake up uh, Erection. Just get, him like, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. There's the sex pun there, too. But not him wanting to lose the match. Uh, we get a We Want Brett chant here. 
Uh, O'Hare hits the Sean Tom bomb on Clark. Chronic goes going to high, hit high time on Palumbo, but then the Dark Carnival comes out. Palumbo rolls up Adams, but Disco does the slow count. Clark hits the meltdown on Palumbo. Disco's going to make the three, but uh, he tells uh, Clark to shove it. Stasiak jumps off the top turnbuckle, and Adams catches him. Adam military presses Stasiak to the outside. Chronic hits high time on Palumbo. Loco runs in and hits Disco and takes the shirt off and makes the three count for Chronic for the win. 12 minutes and 22 seconds. This was abysmal. This was terrible. Oh, my God. Star and a quarter. This was not good. Made worse by Conan's commentary. That's enough. You're not wrong. Yeah, this was just... We're really rocking on this show here, guys. We're it. Yeah, this match was just. <laughs> this other, it's hard for me. To, I I don't want to say it's okay. It is. It's just bad. Um, you have the nineteen eighties chronic who, when they first debuted, were like, "This is awesome." Put I was telling, put them against APA. Let's just have that fucking, you know. Two teams just kicking each other's asses. No, instead they're slowly making them the APA. But only yeah. not fun. Yes. Without a door. You have the new young up and comer. Well, there is Brian Clark's charisma. It's kind of like a door. Well, I'll take Clark's char- <laughs> charisma over Stasiak's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have... You have if Clark- I was wrestling Stasiak, I'd take a mirror and put it underneath his nose to make sure he's even still breathing. Yeah, Chronic, who's the fake APA, soon to be new a the new APA, the new new APA, new new. Uh, you have the perfect main of uh, perfect event. Who? Yep. Don't have it like that. Are boring white people. The O'Hare, uh, O'Hare and Jindrak, the young, the new up and comers. More boring white Conan people. Conan calls the Jagoffs. The Jagoffs. Then you have the, the then you have the misfits in action. And it's just like ugh. And I honestly think I like the misfits. In the year 2000 now. The best team in the match were the referees. So, you know, that tells you all you need to know about. We go backstage with Pamela and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Jarrett says he's been looking for Booker T and hasn't found him. So it sounds like Booker T hasn't shown up yet. But when he does, he needs to have eyes in the back of his head because Jarrett's taking his title back tonight. You know, we forgot to mention a couple weeks ago the awesome interview between Jeff Jarrett and, and Pamela Paulshock where he asked her if she's banging Mean Gene. And then he's like, yeah, actually, no, wait, never mind. Just the thought of it's enough to make me want to puke. I love that. She didn't say no. She, no, and he comes to her defense all the time. That's all I'm saying. Oh, what else? Wait till... You know what that tells me? Mean Gene's got to like that. He got to like that and wait for... That's uh, wait till Thunder to find out more about that <laughs> storyline. But speaking of gross and puking, our next match <laughs> is a strap match. <laughs> yep. Shane Douglas with Tori Wilson versus Billy Kidman. No help. No, are you saying gross speaking to Tori Wilson? No. Well, I was going to say. Shane Douglas. I mean, Jesus. The now, franchise. Yeah, he may be the franchise. Remember, in Vince Russo's storyline, Billy Kidman is the master uh, muffsman who's been slinging his dick all over the locker room and slaying Poon left and right. He's like, hey, you know that gimmick Dean Malenko has over there? Let's give that to Kidman. Let's <laughs> that's, that's just have him do it. So does Kidman got it like that? Apparently. Oh, Kidman's got it like that. Yeah. Ask, uh, ask all the Nitro girls, apparently, because he fucked them all in one night, remember? <laughs> ask Shawn Michaels. He knew about it first. <laughs> My, he might have a guy like that. Just a little whisper. Yeah. That's all I heard. Uh, Kidman puts Douglas uh, 
next to the post and chokes them with the strap. And they can't tell the difference. They they whip each other throughout the whole match. They choke each other throughout the whole match. Kinky. Kidman with a Frankensteiner. Uh, Kidman with a short pop-up powerbomb for a two. Uh, Kidman hits Douglas twice in the groin with the strap. Kidman hits a running powerbomb for a two. Tori gets on the apron and accidentally hits Douglas with his heel. And Tony says, uh, I love that he, Tony goes like, what if the match ended like that? Fucking Tori hits him with her, her heel. And I think Madden yells like, that's not how you turn heel. Um, he does yell that. That's pretty funny. Uh, Kidman hits the uh, Kid Crusher, the uh, inverted reverse DDT for the win. After the match, though, Tori is going to try and hit Kidman with the, a chair, but Kidman stops her. Um, Kidman then uh, puts the strap around Tori's waist, uh, wrist and drags her to the <laughs> ring what the? T- to whip her. Uh, however, Douglas comes out to uh, comes gets up and attacks him, wraps the strap around Kidman's uh, neck, and then he gets on the top like second turnbuckle and then hangs Kidman. However, then here comes Big Vito. He comes out to make the save. However, then that guy Reno comes out and then begins to brawl with Vito. Well, Carson City comes out. <laughs> they got it backwards. Reno should have come out first. That would have explained why Vito was coming out. As it is, there was no reason for it. was like, why is Vito just running out here? And then Reno shows up? They, they did it backwards. Because Kevin can make a mean meatball sub. Oh. I, I could go for a meatball sub right now. There it is. Sounds good. Better than this match. What would you give it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. this match sucked. It didn't it's, have it like that. I gave it three quarters of a star. Jesus Christ. I'm like, look, this feud has sucked. Kidman deserves so much better. This match is not it. This show sucks. Can you imagine if Punk and MJF had this kind of match? No. No, I can't. Damn. Because Punk would have never allowed it. This match encapsulates why I generally hate these matches. Yeah, this, this, that's fair. This is fucking terrible. This is terrible. This is a waste this of Kidman. Is, I would say a fucking gargantuan waste of Kidman. It's a gargantuan waste of Tori Wilson, too. Yeah. Yeah. And this match. And a gargantuan overuse of Shane Douglas. Douglas still thinks he's in Saginaw. <laughs> he still thinks he's in Saginaw. And no, this movie just this this movie this movie, this movie sucks. sucks. Whoever wrote this movie <laughs> should be shot. This match sucks because Zack Snyder. Kidman is <laughs> Kidman's being underused. Tori Wilson's is underused. Douglas is still thinking that he is ECW version of Douglas. That she's not. Which he's not. Oh my god, he's not. He's not even Dean Douglas. Oh, you beat me to it. God damn it, he beat me to it. You got. You I was got, just about to say. But is he dynamic dude level Shane Douglas here? I don't know. Can you raise a skateboard? No. But then he couldn't in 89 either, so. But you have all this. Hey, man. My question is, why is Douglas still getting the push? Is it because of the fact that he's a vet and that or he's a boy with Russo? He's a boy with Russo. He's boys with Russo, plus they have to justify the salary they're paying him, which I'm not sure how much it is, but you know they paid him a pretty penny since he had that ECW rub. Let me ask you guys this. Would you rather prefer him still wrestling like he is right now or... He's on commentary. Whether he'd be anywhere else. But because of the contract. He may not be terrible on commentary once you give him a shot. I'll tell you one thing. Um, fast forward to TNA. He was a pretty good backstage uh, interviewer. So They've utilized him well there. Uh, while I don't think he'd be great on commentary, it's like Mark Madden somehow does a really good job of putting himself over while also putting the people. And Shane Douglas would just put himself over. Yeah. Maybe that's why TNA did it right. He was just the backstage interviewer. 
And that's not long enough to put yourself over. Sort of like Excalibur. It's weird. It's strange. Anyways. <laughs> weird. Anyways. That's right, JR. We go backstage. Can you with imagine Brooke. that team without Excalibur, though? Yeah. So when Shivani and Taz are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a can, in fact. We go backstage and Booker T's arriving to the arena after hey. five matches. Shout out to Kevin Nash. He's like, I'm going to be the world champ. I'm going to take on world champ characteristics. That's right, uh, he gets out and he's limping around the car to get to his uh, passenger side door. However, Jeff Jarrett comes out and attacks one Booker T by squashing Booker T's leg between the passenger Say door. his first rodeo. He grew up watching Memphis wrestling. Come on now. He knew, he knew half the fun's in the parking lot. Well, the Rizats are. That's where NXT nowadays are. If you, if you, if you want to get jumped, go to the parking lot. Um. Our next match. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Is an ROTC. And by the way, uh, Joe, can yeah. you please tell me what ROTC stands for? Rip off the clothes match. Well, rip nope. off the camouflage. Camo. But thank you. However... There's a mud pit too that of course there is. We did not know about because Vinnie Rue uh, respects women. That's what we've learned mm. from this time frame. He Name respects one. women. Um, his mother, maybe. Nope. His wife. Nope. By the way, can you imagine being married to Vince Russo? I think that's not the first time you ever said that. Swerve, bro. He's fantastic. <laughs> He's a great father, <laughs> loving husband. Yeah. Loving Christian. Son. Yeah, he's a Christian. Christian. Yeah. Uber religious. I'm sorry, um, you're young Christian. Or I'm like, what? What does Christian have to do with this? <laughs> no, I can't think of a. Five second pose. Yeah. I can't think of one woman he's shown me she respects. Okay. So it's going to be major guns versus. You know what? No, I, I can name one. Patty Stonegrinder. She hasn't gotten beat once. No, no. He did name uh, an overweight woman Nitro Girl Beef. I don't think Patty Stonegrinder. <laughs> we haven't seen her since. Yeah, that was before the. She's not Russo. being squashed. That was before she's Russo. She's not being squashed, sir. She's protecting the gimmick. God damn. Protecting those stones. <laughs> Since 1999. Grinder. Grinder. Uh, so it's Major Guns versus Miss Hancock. The women tussle. Uh, Hancock rips Major Gun's shirt off first, and then she's covering her, herself for a while once again. Your whole your whole gimmick is ripping your shirt off. Doesn't <laughs> understand. Why would you be shy now? No, no. I wasn't ready to lose it yet. Yeah. That's why. Give me time. Uh, Gun hits a, a X fact face buster X factor. Guns then rips Miss Hancock's bottoms off, which really like, it did nothing from what she was wearing to what was underneath. You can yeah. see all the legs now. There it is. <sighs> look at the look at those gams. She got legs. Guns hits a sunset flip from the second turnbuckle. That's charitable. Yeah, I'm I'm being nice here. <laughs> Hancock rips the bottom of Guns. Uh, so she's so down in a bikini. Guns buns. Guns buns. Then all of a sudden they fight Better to the heart. stage. I prefer Billy's. <laughs> I prefer sons. The ass boys. <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer beefs. Um, they fight to the stage, which, by the way, I somehow did not know there was a mud pit. Like I honestly feel like they entranced and then like they forked they had, like the tunnel m- vision. Yeah. No, it came up like Ray Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But they fucked up the controllers and mud just goes yeah. flying up and <laughs> splashing down. However, uh, then there's a mud pit. Like I said, I honestly didn't see it on their entrances. And I honestly think a forklift just brought it in like as they were tussling. Uh, they fight in the mud pit. Um, gun rips Hancock's uh, top off. 
Now we get mud wrestling. Hancock then out of a sudden begins to grabbing her stomach and she's in pain, allowing Gunn oh. to roll her up for the win. Told her not to eat that Skyline chili for the match. Six minutes and 43 seconds. She made her own uh, mud. As in Gunn's <laughs> checking on Hancock. David then Lord. Uh, Miss Elizabeth himself and jumps into the mud pit <laughs> to check on Hancock. And then Hancock gets stretchered out. Yep, David Arquette is the new Miss Elizabeth. Or not David Arquette, David Flair. <laughs> Made her own mud. Damn, dude. I gave this a damn. quarter of a star. My God, this damn show. This was absolutely brutal and has Russo-rific soap opera shenanigans to end it. I hate this show. Because I remember one Booble here saying that he's going to fast forward through it. it. I'm in like, fact. Did you, did you stop at the end? Nope. I rewound it once I saw what was happening. So I didn't hear it. But <laughs> yeah, because nope. I told him, I'm like, fast you need to fast forward to the end. fucking quote-unquote match. Oh, my God. This is stupid as fuck. I refuse to watch it. We're going to commentaries. They I don't know I what they're your, doing. I wish I had your, uh, what do you call it? Mentality? Uh, Sportsmanship. No. Testicular fortitude. Right here. Sure. In all Providence, the, Rhode Island. All the above. I have none of it. I watched it. Mm. You're a glutton for punishment, sir. You could have just stopped a glutton. I'm a glutton. Glutton free? It's a Rocco's Modern Life shout out. That's 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 a deep cut. You damn right. Shout out to Filbert. There you go. Hever. So I'm gonna have to start making Caillou and references. The big heads. What's up, dog? No. I'm don't tell start. don't tell the cheeky you're making Caillou references. I must start making hey dude references. Little one and a little strange. <laughs> you know oh yeah. Come on now. Go Christine Taylor. What's up, dog? You be What? Hey now. Cowboys Sing it again now. Speaking of what, we got a commentary. They're like, we don't know what's going on. Joe's like, I can sympathize. I have no idea what's going on. Dude Ranch. Yeah, I remember slightly of it. I don't remember the. I don't remember. I'm just gonna your shorts. There's levels. You hear about that? Right. By the way, Slim yeah, Shorts. Died. Yeah, Ugg the died. the the uh, the counselor. The counselor. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I only had like nine episodes of that show. <laughs> they just kept rerunning them. Yeah. Uh, commentary. Don't know what the hell is going on. Like a thousand times. It's a shoot, bro. I guess you know. We go backstage with Pamela and Dark Carnival. Uh, tonight, there's a there's a, a pentandum. Tonight is is the demon's test. Somebody protect. Where's BG? Somebody protect that woman. You know what it looked like. Looked like she was the one, like she was hanging out with these people. They're like, you know, let's go watch Rocky Horror. She, she was one of the Juggalos' girlfriends. She's like, where the fuck are we? Goes to watch what? Rocky Horror in the theater, and she's the only one that didn't dress up. That's what it looked like. I've never watched that in theaters. Rocky Horror? Be, no, I have never done movie. it. I've never seen no. it in theaters. I've never done it in theaters. I want to, though. It looks fun. Yeah, right? People just oh. throw shit at the screen the whole time. So awesome. I've done The Room in theater. It's fun. Damn it. I bet. Janet. The original is Rocky you. Horror, man. You got to do it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I have done the time warp in a bar. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I got like four other people to join me. <laughs> it was great, dude. Was it tantalizing? Yes. Before we get back to the match, the only thing I was able to do in a bar once, apparently because I was so shit drunk, I got a group of Chinese gentlemen to get up on stage with me and do I'm a Believer by the Monkees. And I saw her face. Yeah. Like, I guess it was just me and like four Chinese gentlemen. And... <laughs> I had is a picture of beer. Like a weird in my hand. gambling story. Yeah, <laughs> you, I just had a weird Barney I had, Stetson. I had a picture of beer in my hand. Apparently, we were all up there singing. I'm a believer. Hell yeah! I, then we saw your face after the. <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. Um. Any? No. 
I don't. Uh, Joe straight out. She doesn't drink. Oh, then I saw her face. No, I got. I got. Uh, I would say the weirdest, weirdest thing was we went out with friends and they're doing karaoke. Ross and Rachel. Yeah, they're doing karaoke. Chandler and Monica. And two people like yeah, broke. Ross is in there. So it was like uh, it was going to be two of my uh, friends going to do karaoke. However, one of them broke up with his girlfriend like at the bar. At the bar. Yeah. That's ballsy. So then right. he's saying, Amon, fuck you, I don't want you. So back. it was, uh, <laughs> so they were going to be singing, they were going to be singing Mrs. Jones. Who did that one? What? The song you were singing. Amon. Was that Amon? It's Amon. Is Not it Akon, Amon. 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 Because Akon did another one kind of like that, but that's, I remember that video. I was like, what that a song. That song is great, dude. I love that song. Uh, so they're don't doing. Want you back. There's a so I got forced into doing karaoke. Yeah, and like I'm like I don't know this fucking song. I don't know anything. And it's just like I did karaoke. You know, we went to a karaoke bar quite a while when I was like 21. Um, I didn't particularly. I never did it because you know I, I'm not going to get in front of people. I've and never sing. done karaoke. I, but my friend, no I, I did this to him like four times in a row. He never caught on. He would go to the bathroom, and while he was in the bathroom, I would fill out a slip for him and put it in, and it was always bitch. I'm like a bitch, I'm, I'm a lover. There it is. Every t- he'd, he would eventually, he'd get up and sing it, but he never could. F- like, why Why go to the bathroom? You know what I'm going to do. Damn. Every time, man. Damn. Idiot. Damn. Uh, so uh, the de- uh, tonight's the demon's uh, test. Vampiro <laughs> wants to see if the demon has a black heart, and he would, uh, he would take out Sting tonight. We go to uh, commentaries. They bring up that uh, Miss Hancock has severe oh. abdominal pain. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> this wasn't supposed to happen in the match. As they cut to Miss Hancock getting stretched in the ambulance, they bring up that her real name is Stacy Keebler. Well, shoot, bro. She used to be a Nitro girl. Now she's a Miss Hancock. Hey, she, well, she, do you remember the Nitro girl she was, Joe? Uh, Sky? I remember her most as fan in the Wolfpack, Wolfpack shirt yep. cheering Kevin Nash at Starcade '98. Yep, and that's where she peaked. I can tell like you, good brother Matt Cardona. That's where she peaked. Nope, George Clooney disagrees. Let's go to our <laughs> special main event. As is the special main event, it's the Demon. It's true versus Sting. Uh, Sting comes. Ember. <laughs> Sting. Um, how do you guys feel about this? I Sting, hate it. What Sting comes from the rafters? Uh, yeah. In yeah. Canada, um, I mean, at least it wasn't in Calgary. Uh, Sting and uh, me, uh, the demon meets him at the stage. They begin the brawl. They get in the ring. Sting hits the Scorpion Death Drop for the win. Fifty-two seconds after the match, Dark Carnival attacks Sting. They're gonna hang Sting, but uh, with the zip line. But uh, Chronic comes out and makes the save. Well, it's a really good thing they're paying all that money for those fucking kiss. Special main event. Especially fucking royalties. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. I'm especially proud of what I wrote here. Uh, a quarter star. Hey, one under two, though. Sting somehow manages to both work and take the night off. You <laughs> have to respect that. This match, though. You know what? That's what I appreciate about him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if anybody can figure out a way to do it, Steve Borden will do it. Jesus. <laughs> hey, technically, I worked. <laughs> I showed up. Got an idea. Um, after the match, uh, as Chronic makes a save, um, uh, by the way, Demon's just watching this as it happened. And then Chronic then challenges the Dark Carnival to a match. I didn't understand this. Why would the baby face tag team be like, we want a match with you. We'll put the titles on the line. And the, and the heels is like, 
Yeah, sure. Cool. Oh, you twisted my arm. Yeah. So you think that'll be the next match since both teams yeah. are out there. No. But, 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 but hang on. We cut backstage to the doctor checking on Booker as he shoves the camera crew out, telling him to get out of the locker room. So let's go to our next match. It's going to be, it's not Chronic or the Dark Carnival. It's Mike Awesome versus Lance Storm for the Canadian Heavyweight Championship. This is what I was waiting for. You're damn right. And the crowd was fucking behind Lance Storm. And it's a Canadian Rules match, by the way. It oh. is. Storm gets the Goldberg entrance. Yeah, yeah he, he does. does. He, he gets deserves a it. pop when he comes out. Storm says he's happy to be in Canada and wrestle in front of Real wrestling fans. You're damn right. Right? You're damn right. Storm says he's worried of, the, of a terrorist attack when he gets back, <laughs> and the Americans think that they rule the world. I mean, he's, he's not only, wrong. I mean, he's only a year, a month. Yeah. Almost to the day. <laughs> Wait a minute. 390 days away. <laughs> yeah, where was last Storm on 9-11? Probably in Houston, waiting to be on SmackDown. <laughs> uh, Storm says this match is under Canadian rules, so he brings out... Jacques Rougeau, he comes out yeah. with a Canadian Perfect. rule book. Rule book. Perfect referee. Uh, the crowd's chanting for Brett, but you can't have Brett do that. So oh, you get Jacques, who's who's about as slimy as an eel. Uh, yeah, perfect. He's cuddly as a cactus. Uh, I mean, awesome, Mister Green. He's slicker than gum on a than cum on a gold tooth. Uh, awesome throws uh, st- Storm into the guardrail. He sets up a Gross table and is going to try and power bomb him. <laughs> But Storm shoves Awesome off uh, into the guardrail. Storm with a missile drop kick. Awesome goes to the top rope clothesline, but slips off the turnbuckle, and the crowd gives it to him. So then Awesome does a pop-up powerbomb for the win. But Jacques shows David Pinzer the rule book, and according to Canadian rules, you have to beat your opponent with a five count. I mean, yeah, it's true. King Kong Bundy always ahead of the curve. He, you know why? Uh, Bundy cut his teeth in the uh, in the Canadian wilderness uh, indie territories. He knew the rules Checks way out. before everyone else did. Checks out. Uh, awesome with an Alabama slam since it's 2000. I got an idea. <laughs> awesome puts uh, Storm in a dragon sleeper and Storm taps. However, Jacques shows pins of the rule book. You cannot win via submission in a Canadian championship match. <laughs> there it is. Awesome with a release German suplex. Awesome hits a big splash and gets the five count. You're new. Wait a minute. Jacques shoes pins to the uh, the book. And after the five count, the guy <laughs> has to the count of ten <laughs> to get back up. It's it's all in the rule book. All in the book. <laughs> it's, Mark, it's Mike Austin's wall for not knowing the rules. Storm gets up at five. Uh, awesome puts the uh, brings a table into the ring. Storm hits Awesome with a head shot, uh, but gets a four point five. <laughs> Storm puts Awesome on the table, but Awesome gets up, and both men go through the table. Tony doesn't know what's happening now. That's, that's fair. Jock then uh, tells Pinzer the first man to get up at the 10 wins. Jock goes in, and they start doing the double count as the ref is counting at Storm, and Jock is going to do the 10 count for Awesome. Well, Awesome gets up before Storm, but Jock knocks him down, <laughs> and Storm gets up. Your winner... And still Canadian heavyweight champion, Lance Storm, 11 minutes and 26 seconds. However, after the match, Bret Hart comes out. There it is. I mean... All three men hug, and commentary said that this is the seal of approval by one Bret Hart. I loved it. I do not remember uh, any of these Bret Hart moments, by the way. Yeah. Like, so. after this. So, finally, I mean, ending aside, because that ending was 
kind of chaotic. Yeah. Easily the best match of the night. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I got, I'll be honest, I got a little jocked uh, out. Like, it was just like, you I know, I to me, it... To me, it's like what I think you're referencing, like the Shane interfering in the with Ben Wall match. Yeah. To me, this was worse than that. You're not the first person in pro wrestling to complain of Jacques Rougeau fatigue. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gave this uh, two stars. This was stupid fun for me. The BS rules made for a not so great match, but a fun segment with Canada rooting on, and a Bret Hart appearance to boot. See what I did there? Who are you talking about? But no, I liked it. I thought it was dumb fun. I thought it was everything you needed to make uh, Lance Storm a a hero in Canada, but hated it elsewhere. Like I enjoyed. Re- re- uh, I'll see the one guy they're doing it right with so far. Yeah, I enjoyed and how long till they fuck it up. Like I enjoyed uh, about twenty four hours. Turns out, yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed doing hours. this, but doing this like recap, but like watching it live, I was just like, oh my god! Like, but the thing so, is, the match was only but, eleven minutes. So you got they got the desired reaction out you of did, you. You did. So, I mean, you did. Damn. Um, First of all, it really sounds like he's besmirching Canada. Not really. Some of that pro American rhetoric that we know. I am a real American. American. I'm American made. Oh my God. No wonder you suck. (laughs) I'll stunnerize your ass. Let's go backstage with parents. I was born in the. (laughs) Inject you. I was baptized (laughs) in the fire. I'm full. (laughs) I was baptized in the fire by Bruce Hart. I was at a burn ring of fire. Bruce Hart is in your top ten. We have an uh, issue. Well, really, he's just one through ten. Yeah, Hunk, of Hunk course. Love. Who are we kidding? You can spell Bruce Hart be ten. Yeah. Uh, we go you backstage. Can't spell Bruce without the badass motherfucker. There it is. That works right. <laughs> we go backstage with Pamela and uh, Kevin Nash. Nash says that uh, he thought Steiner wouldn't show up, so I guess he's going over Steiner tonight and getting that title shot. Kevin Nash is, is hitting that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's clear as day to everybody else, right? Well, him and Gene are tag team. I mean, yeah. Jesus, dude. Like, Kevin, could you be any less subtle? I would have never thought, no, he can't. Remember, I'm going to have a little Korean for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> now, subtlety is not his high mark. Hey, at least he's not doing, like, the kissy lips. And all, like, <laughs> That's true. Probably hey, not yet. Not yeah. yet. That's true. Jesus, man. <laughs> Let's go to our next match. For the WCW Tag Team Championships again, do we have to? Chronic versus Dirt Carnival? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, sorry, <laughs> wrong era. Wrong era. Muda Where's goes, Dolga? Muda goes <laughs> for the springboard back elbow, but uh, Brian Adams catches him and hits a full Nelson slam. Who, who said Muda need to wrestle twice in a night? What, what are we right? doing? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, who, Jesus. Who had that in the docket? You know what? I want two Muda matches. Uh, Clark with the power slam to Vampiro. Muda attacks Adam's knee. Clark hits the meltdown on Vampiro. Muda tries to spray Clark, but miss, uh, but miss Mickey J instead. Chronic goes for high times on Vampiro, but R. them, but the Harris brothers come through the crowd oh, and hit gosh. an H bomb. Oh god, the Nazis are back. Um, <laughs> the Nazis are back. Just what we needed. Uh, Muda then hits the moonsault for the win. Nine minutes and six seconds. You're new. <laughs> Nine minutes. <laughs> WCW Tag Team Championship uh, Champions, Dark Carnival. So that means Muda had to wrestle for over 16 minutes. I mean, that should not happen. I am going to say it is on brand. That's not to help the Japanese guy. It's, it's on brand. And Chronic <laughs> almost... Hit on the access of evil. <laughs> and Chronic almost 20 minutes. That's I mean, ungodly. Now we just need John, Big Vito to join him on the entire access. <laughs> Damn it. I gave this half a star. 
fuck, this is terrible. This is the kind of a show a booker gets fired after. How, um, how are we so in on Chronic at the beginning? I don't know. So out now. Uh, I don't know. This is terrible. As Bruce Pritchard would say, the bell rang. But no, I was hyped for it because they just would beat the shit out of people. I was hyped for Chronic, and then all of a sudden it's like, I'm done. I'm so over this gimmick. You're not looking forward to Chronic against the Nazis? I mean, anytime you punch a Nazi in the face, I'm all for it. Wait a minute. Wasn't one half of Chronic hanging with the Nazis on motorcycles? They were fucking ago? together. You don't, you don't remember they damn sure fucking together. <laughs> you don't, you don't remember I remember that. that. On his Titan bike. Don't yeah. worry. Find out more on the, on SmackDown, the midweek war stories. Would you listen to it? No so entertainment.com or Spotify, iTunes, anywhere that you listen to us. Well, uh, we go backstage with Pamela with Book T. Uh, Book T says Jarrett's going to have to kill him to take the title away well, from him. That's a bit strong. Jesus. And once again, when Jarrett's just looking up. The <laughs> did. He says, when Jarrett's looking up, don't hate the player. Oh, God. Hate. The gay. You know who doesn't have it like that? Booker T. Oh my God. Don't go like that. I don't know. Uh, somebody say something about the game. Uh. Then we get a promo, and it's the montage promo that they started at the beginning of the show. Well, you know, let's just rerun it. Well, it's good. So, guys, we still don't know if Goldberg's arrived. So, our next match is Scott Steiner versus Kevin Nash versus Goldberg for the number one contendership. Goldberg's music hits. Commentary says, we don't know if he's arrived. His music hits again. He doesn't come out. Nash is like, let's quit jerking off. Let's ring the bell. Ring the bell. They fi- uh, Nash and Steiner fight on the outside. Nash drops Steiner on the guardrail. Uh, Goldberg runs down with his ri- uh, ribs taped and attacks Nash with a chair. Steiner with an over-the-top T-bone slam to Goldberg. Goldberg with a shoulder tackle to Steiner. Nash and Goldberg finally face off. But then Steiner with a belly belly to Nash. Nash goes to the jackknife on Goldberg. But Goldberg shoves Nash off and just walks away. Says, fuck you. Fuck you. Leaves. leaves. Russo comes out and gets in the face of Goldberg. And Goldberg says, fuck you. And he leaves. Work shoot, bro. Steiner then attacks Nash with a chair. Steiner dropped uh, Nash on his knee. Medeja comes in. Nash hits Snake Eyes and goes for a choke slam, but Medeja takes the ref and low takes the ref down and low blows Nash. Steiner picks up Nash, but Nash low blows him. Medeja gets back in the ring and low blows Nash. Not nut shots for everybody. There's a nut shot mania, brother. Na- uh, Nash hits a DDT on Steiner, but Medeja stops the pin. When was the last time Nash did a DDT? Yes. Yep. Is this the first time ever in his yeah, career? Probably. Nash goes after Madeja, but Steiner jumps on the back of Nash. Nash with a big Jesus. boot. And so then how strong is Kevin Nash? Scott Steiner's not small. He's no. Not. Holy fuck. But Nash jackknifes Steiner for the win. 10 minutes and 48 seconds. Before we do the your ratings, yeah. let's talk about this Goldberg spot. Oh he Nash has him down for the jackknife, and then Goldberg just sits up. And shoves him off and says, fuck you, and leaves and gets in the face of Russo. I don't see why people didn't dig it more. You know, my favorite part of The Dark Knight is when Christian Bale yelled cut and looked at the camera and said, I don't think I like where the direction for my version of Batman is going. Can we do something about that? The thing is that, comparison, he would actually do that, though, because Christian Bale is a fucking dick. I know, but he didn't. So, I mean... But he would. I know. He just didn't think about it. Someone got in his light, and then all hell broke loose. Oh, my God. Uh... So before I answer that, it was was this like was he actually in an accident? Was this legit or was oh, he no, just okay. part of the show? That's making cool. Well, because it would make sense that dipshit would actually go to surgery to get erect the night before. 
He's a so, moron. So <laughs> all all of this is a work shoot. The the yep. accident, him leaving, him getting in the face, because all it really is, right, is I don't like being the bad guy anymore. Is that it? The worst thing that the NWO ever did was the NWO two thousand. No, was Disco gi- was giving Bischoff the idea that working the boys is good. Okay. Because after the third man business, Bischoff became obsessed with working the boys. It started with Pillman, but once that third guy thing worked too, got to work the boys, got to work the boys. And Russo became all about that because, I mean, that's his theater, that's his wheelhouse. So that's what you get is that shit right there. I hated it. I was like, what? So I don't. I know it's fake. I know it's predetermined. I don't want you to like spit in my face and kick me in the balls while I'm watching it, reminding me of that. And this was like the one match people were really looking forward to, right? And you went out of your way to the shit, on it. shit you did. Like, like I this- could defend the Hogan thing at Bash at the Beach. Like I, Russo was wrong for doing, but I can defend the position of why he did it. It's like you know defending the Vince with Brett thing. They're both wrong, but I can get why he did it. This is just stupid. This is as dumb as turning Goldberg heel. We gotta work the bizoys. Or you could just write compelling I don't, TV. I don't think also that. And I don't think this spot should have happened in this type of match being the fact that you pubbed it for like a month and a half with their dumb work shoots interviews <laughs> that you've done. And mm. hell, even if you do this, you should have made this like the third match and have freaking Buff and Canyon go at the spot, have the forklift match. Remember, they did <laughs> last year. They had Buff do this with Laparka, and then he went to the announcer. He was like, "Did I do a good job for you, Russo?" He, uh, if you were gonna do this, this should have been Scott Steiner that does this. This is Scott Steiner's character. It would have made sense. It is yeah. not Goldberg's character. It's another mess up. Uh, what do you uh, give it, by the way? What was I supposed to give? What, 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 sir, oh, uh, yes. Yeah, what do you got? All right. Joey Legend. So, uh, Corey, you gave the three-way two and a quarter, while Mr. Booble, you gave it a star and three quarters. That's for this match? Yes, for the three. So, you said he would give it a what? Two and a quarter? Two and a quarter, and then you're one and three quarters. I gave it one and a half. Damn, I was over. We all lose. Russo's stupid work shoot bullshit has killed what could have been a bright spot on this show. Instead, we get Goldberg refusing to do business and walking out. Fuck this show. Um, Can't say it better myself. <laughs> there it is. God yeah. The, once again. Now we're going to our 11th show. Our 11th, 11th match. match, yes. I would say this. I think mm. I've seen this the walkout once. Like, oh, I've seen it, yeah. And it happened. And I was like, oh, he walks out. Okay, what's the point? What's the um, end game here? And it's just... I am Iron Man. There it is. Uh, so, yeah, I was just really disappointed like in the match itself because, once again, you have, Na- you have Nash and Scott Hall. I mean, Scott Steiner. And it's just like... And you have Goldberg... In that fashion. And because of the three, if you were to pair them off, the only real match that matters is Nash and Goldberg. Yeah. yeah. So not only did you give Scott Stein like what really should have been Scott Steiner's spot away, he's already been the forgotten member of this match. And it's fine because he this is not the match that people want. It's 
It's Nash and Goldberg. Now he's just a job guy. Now he has to be the one to fucking eat the pin because Goldberg is in a stupid storyline and Scott Steiner should not be eating pins. Scott Steiner should be dominating people and winning world titles. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I was truly disappointed. Um, we go to promo now. The How do we get here? With Jeff Jarrett and Booker T. Hey, they, for, they remember there's a title match. There so our main event for this New Ooh, Blood Rising yeah. pay-per-view. It is for the WCW Heavyweight Championship as it's Jeff Jarrett versus Booker T. With a Michael Buffer entrance. Uh, Jarrett, have to be coming to an end soon. Let's hope. Uh, Jarrett, Jarrett attacks Booker's knee as he enters the ring. They fight on the outside. Booker puts Jarrett in, uh, into the post multiple times. Uh, on the outside, Booker misses the top rope uh, missile drop kick. Uh, Jarrett throws Booker's knee into the post, has him, you know, pulls him in the post, and then rams it in there. Uh, Jarrett throws Booker's knee off the post. Uh, Jarrett drops Booker on the guardrail. Uh, Jarrett puts the bo- uh, Booker in the Boston Crab. Uh, Jarrett then hits Booker's uh, knee with a chair. Uh, Booker T with the spine buster. Booker does the spinner Rudy and accidentally hits the ref. Uh, Jarrett then hits Booker with the guitar and then puts him in a long figure four. But Booker T is able to get to the ropes. Then Jarrett knocks the ref out. Because that's why. Uh, there's a table next to the ring. Booker T pulls it out to set it up. Booker then hits the bookend. And throws Jared on the out uh, through Jared through the table off the apron. Then another ref comes down, starts doing the ten count. However, Booker T stops the ten count. Do you agree to that? Well, he's a face. He's a baby face. So yeah. Uh, Booker then puts Jared in the ring, covers him, but gets a two since Jared puts his foot on the rope. Uh, Jared grabs a chair and low blows Booker T. Jared accidentally hit, uh, hits the ref thinking that it was Booker T, or maybe not. Uh, Jared then sets up the chair and then hits the stroke on the chair. However, another ref runs down and makes the count, but Booker kicks out. Booker hits a swinging neck breaker on the chair for a two. Booker goes to the bookend, but Jared hits the knee. But Booker throws Jared off the ropes and then hits the bookend for the win. 14 minutes and 54 seconds. What do you think? Um, I, oh, thought, I thought Jarrett should have won. Should have won the title back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not feeling with Book? I agree. He should have. No, I... I'm not feeling with Book this run. I like his title. I just think Jarrett should have won. I, don't, I just I think it would have made more sense booking with. Better um, for the chase for Booker. Uh, but do you want to know what he gave it? Yeah. So, um, both of you gave it two and two quarters. No, or don't it be a half? No, it'd be you and me, not both of us. It'd be you and me. Oh no, no, you gave it two and a half, and you gave it two and two, uh, two and a quarter. Okay, and I went three on this. Finally, a good match, but it's way too little, too late on this show. And I said they are not doing Booker any favors if he is supposed to be a credible champion. Um, and it was over convoluted at the end with all the ref bumps, but. It's a WCW Russo era show, so I'm used to that. My final verdict, you ready for that? Bump on. Um, this is one for the books. A show that will live in infamy. Truly one of the worst pay-per-views of all time. 
I put still better than Bash of the Beach 99, but only by a sliver. Yeah. A sliver. I have I have a uh, review. Uh, I was on Wikipedia, so I just want to read it here. Yeah. Uh, it's for, by Arnold Furious of 411 Mania. Okay. In 2007. Okay. He gave the event a 2.5. Very uh, bad. 10? Probably. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, stating one good spot fest, nothing else doing. Fire Russo, clap, 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 clap. Is now gone to the point where I can't watch any more shows Russo has booked. So this is my final WCW flashback. I was planning on going all the way through, but it's such a waste of my time, energy, and it's so depressing that I think I'm. Uh, I think I'll do something else instead. Anything else? Thanks for the memories, WCW. Rot in hell. Damn. That's why we're doing it for it because we are not so entertainment. We are better than for one mania. So what's up? Damn, that sucked. It was terrible. Like I, I had to sit there and think for a minute. Is is this better than Bash at the Beach '99? It was better than '99, and it is by a sliver. This one. It was it's light. on par with December to December. Yeah, I'll say this: I enjoyed the match, but I wasn't as it wasn't enjoyable because of the fact that not too long ago we had a bunkhouse brawl match. Uh, we've had a Steiner Jarrett tag match with Booker and Nash. You know, it's one of those things of you know how what we say and how like current day AEW is doing good of keeping them away until the pay per view. This is the complete opposite. Yeah. Every week they wrestled somehow. Oh, that's a that's a uh, it's a Russo thing. Well, it's not just a Russo that's thing. An era trope. Eh, it's a this era trope that I'll talk about much more in the shows this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Both shows, um, it was not good. Okay, all right. So, according to this website, there was actually actually eight thousand two hundred forty eight people. In attendance. A lot of people got them for free, I, I bet. Yeah, you want to take a guess how many paid for this? Uh, I would say uh, pay-per-view buys was 70000 The live gate was 123658 Terrible. So, how many people paid? I'm going to say three and a half. 2700 5,307 people paid out of the 8,000. So wow. Almost 3,000 people got them free. That's amazing. Well, I mean, the right shit to do in Vancouver. Wow. That's amazing. Can't say what's the better pay-per-view as we have SummerSlam coming up. So. Uh, I think sight unseen we could say <laughs> SummerSlam is going to be the there better is. Probably we can say SummerSlam. So let's go to the buy rates, shall we? You just did. Buy the buy rates, though. Okay. That was the everything else. All right. We had fully loaded for WWF. Oh, yeah. Got a 1.04. I'm guessing this doesn't match. Uh, .18. I'm gonna go back a year for a Point, minute as fully as fully loaded took over for Road Wild. So this is you the mean, road. Yeah. Uh, you the, mean uh, New Blood Rising took over for Road Wild? Yes. So this is the a card. Let's see if if this is more entertaining. Rey Mysterio, Billy Kidman, Eddie Guerrero. It's already better. Versus Vampiro and the Insane Clown Posse. Harlem Heat defeating Canyon and Bam Bam. The Revolution versus the West Texas Rednecks. Bagwell versus Ernest Miller. And no DQ for the WCW Heavyweight uh, US title. Ben Wall versus DDP. Sid Vicious versus Sting. 
Goldberg versus Rick Steiner, Randy Savage defeating Dennis Rodman, and then a retirement a retirement match for the WCW Heavyweight Title, Hulk Hogan versus Kevin Nash. Remember at the time we were like, man, WCW is looking weak. That is loaded compared to this fucking show. It's Macho's last match. Yeah, Macho's last match there. And Nash booking himself into retirement. Road Wild got uh, a... Also, the best part of that was watching the RV drive back and forth. Yeah. In yeah. The background. yeah. Uh, Road Wild got a point five four. Jesus. I'm guessing this is a point one zero. One zero? One eight. Point one eight. Boom. Point one eight for this. Well, I mean, it's better than what I thought it did, but I mean, still. You looking um, forward to Fall Brawl in September, guys? I'm going to go with no. Is that the next one? Yeah, Fall Brawl, September 17th from Buffalo. Man. Oh, Buffalo yeah. Sucks. It, no, that's Starcade. Never mind. Because I was, yeah. was going to say that's what Russo wanted John Rocker to show up. So let's go to our favorite part of the show the award show. <laughs> With best match. Well, for me, I went Storm versus Awesome. I think you guys are different. I'm going to go ladder match. I'm going ladder match as well. Because I would say, Corey, I think to you, the ladder match is the... Is that the highest? Right? It, uh, that and the main event tied for three. Oh, okay. Uh, what is the worst match? Oh, rip off the camouflage. Sting versus Demon. I mean, yeah. They both sucked. I'm going camo as well. But no, you know what? I'm not. Kidman and Douglas. God, that sucks. That was bad, too. Um, who was your MVP? Holy the only bright spot of the show, Lance Storm. Lance Storm. Yep, Lance Storm. For what? But Jeff Cherry gets an honorable mention. He worked his butt off trying to get people to care tonight, mm-hmm. as usual. But Lance Storm was clear in a way the best. Who is your motive? Demon. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, dude. Sorry, bud. Yeah, demon. You lasted 52 seconds. Go home to Asia. Still does today. So, guys, WTF. Oh, this, uh, this promotion is circling the drain. <laughs> I mean, my I God. I think it's in the drain. <laughs> yeah. Holy It's circling moly. the pipe. It has to go up from here, though, right? Even though it, we know it's not long. It's got to be better than this show, right? At some right? point, it has to bottom out, right? Like, I mean, Jesus. This, this is terrible. Weeble? Uh, what a disappointing triple threat that was. The entire show was built to this, and this fucking so under-delivered. Work shoot, bro. Ugh. For me, my WTF is... is it's like a combo of what both viewers are. Is that the fact of you pump this pay per view? We're in Canada, you know. This are, how many times have WCW gone to Canada? This is, uh, third time. Third time. One Nitro, then Mayhem, and now this. And then the rest of the week is. Yeah. And also, didn't we? Did we not get a Canadian national anthem spot? We did not. We what, what are we doing? It's <laughs> the whole fucking point of that. Ugh. No, 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 no. We did. We did. I apologize. We did. Because Jock was there. You know the main reason they wanted Bret Hart when they got him in late 97 was to get their footing to Canada. And yep. it took them a year and four months after signing him to debut in Toronto. But, yep. but like, and like, and <laughs> it's like you have, you, you're 
wanting a big, you know, presence in Canada. So you do this pay-per-view, and you're just looking at it like, we have a ladder match. We have a Judy on the forklift match. We have two chronic matches. We have a mud wrestling match, a Canadian rules match, a triple threat match that really is a one-on-one match when the guy does a run-in, a title match that we've seen for the past month and a half on live TV. Two Muda matches. Two Muda matches. A Bret Hart run-in. Well, a strident. A strident. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you have all this stuff going on, and you're like, is this... Brett is- runs in, Goldberg walks out. <laughs> I'd make that trade. <laughs> Can I trade Brett for Goldberg? Do you think Brett was like, I if Goldberg's in sight, I'm fucking laying him out, you know? like I wish. I wish. Add on to the Brett love. Um, but yeah, like... Sam Punk said it. He was right. Oh, Brett Hart was always right. Always right. Always right. But it's just that craziness of this this match, this whole pay per view going. This is new blood rising. This is based off the new blood. This is where we're. This is the future of WCW. This is the hands of Vince Russo. This is I what believe he, that last one. This is what he molded, thinking going forward. This is how we're gonna get back on the top, back to top. If not, just a steady state, uh, you know, steady flow that we can keep a. Paycheck. It's because he's stupid. He thinks in terms of what was successful. He looks at Goldberg and, th- and sees Austin. He looks at Booker and thinks I can make the rock again. He sees Sting. He thinks Taker. Yeah. Demon Taker. Vampiro he, Taker. Yeah, he really Kane, loves Taker. Muda. Kane. Uh, <laughs> really loves Taker. Uh, looks at you know, Steiner and sees, oh, I can be Triple H. I mean, Major, Major Guns of Sable. Yeah. So he's... He thinks it because he, he thinks his writing is what made all those people what mattered. It wasn't their personalities and their abilities. Shane Douglas, uh, except for the Shane. goon, don't you know <laughs> the goon? <laughs> Damn, that's a stiff oh, shot. Oh, oh, by the way, we had a strap match too. So like, it's a night of uh, a stiff shot. <laughs> it's awesome, but yeah, this is a you know if. And honestly, I, the goon. And I, would, I know I feel bad for that. And so I apologize, goon. But this is what I would say: this He's watching this pay per view, I'm like, okay. Spoiler alert for the war stories. It doesn't get any better. Oh no, Nitro is abysmal. Thunder is abysmal just, too. Just, oh my god, what a terrible week! Oh, no, it, uh, it actively gets worse. It does. Yeah. yeah. Remember I said they have to bottom out yet? Right? Not yet. Not yet. Not there yet. I think we're a couple weeks away from that. I think that garbage disposal you know, of us to make it a clean thing. One of us is like re- reaching down, trying to grab it yeah. yet. I got uh. you! <laughs> but no. <laughs> I see. So we're Scar at WCW is uh, yeah. fucking Mufasa hanging <laughs> off the edge of the cliff. We're yeah. like, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> you ever seen the beginning of Cliffhanger? We're the, we're the girl that's been to fucking eat it in a minute. Um so, this brings an end to this pay-per-view war story for New Blood Rising as we're moving on to... R.I.P. New Blood Rising. R.I.P. That was it. Yeah, you're, one and done. You're too young. Uh, for Gun w- down your prime. For WCW, we're we going hardly to... hardly yeah, For WCW, we're going to Fall Brawl in September. But in two weeks, WWF SummerSlam. When you think of SummerSlam, you think of the East Coast. Madison Square Garden, the Meadowlands, Philly... It was always there. Maybe the maybe Baltimore. And then in the last, you know, in the, in the 2000s, they had that stretch of about six years in L.A. Yep. But no, this year we get Raleigh, North Carolina. Cool. North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. 
It's going to suck. So that's in two weeks. It's the most un-SummerSlam location ever. That's in two weeks for the next pay-per-view war stories for WWF SummerSlam with their new bright green. I call it the 2000s Sprite logo ripoff. It's the logo that I like recognize immediately. Yeah, I I would guess it's the one you guys know the most. I prefer the old block uh, yellow one, but... I prefer yeah, the one from like the 80s and mm-hmm. the 90s. I really love that yeah, one. Yeah, you're a Mark. I am. So. I'm a Mark. You see my wall? Yeah. <laughs> Need I say more? Brother. No, it's the wall. It's the wall, brother. <laughs> He's got an A-wall. As we're going to go to He's SummerSlam. A-wall. Got it. There it is. Um, but where you guys can go. It's no, straight to hell. No cell entertainment.com. There's a highway there, I heard. That's right. No cell entertainment.com where you can find Some all of our cahoots. All the cahoots. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts, all of our blogs, and you can find what Corey does when he is cahooting with himself as he's listening to us on Spotify, baby. That was legendary. Thank you. You good, Corey? He's too, bu- he's too busy cahooting, but like always, you can listen to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. That's enough. Kind of like that.